G'day guys, welcome to the NRL Fantasy Preview for 2024 for the Newcastle Knights. TK and Paddy here to rip through this one. Now Paddy, it's our second one together and your team, you're wearing your Knights hat and everything. I know, look at that. Brand new, mate. Knights Knights membership 2024 is our year. (laughs) How are you feeling about this, Paddy? Because last year, mate... People took a little bit of the mickey out of you because you were making huge Ponga predictions at 5'8". It actually came up okay at the end because <laughs> you switched positions right. and you've taken full, oh, full credit. I feel like I feel like I said, worst case scenario, he swaps and like and kills it. I don't know. I'll have to check the tape. <laughs> we'll have to check the tape. I mean, they've, what's funny is like they've, um, they've now priced him at my prediction, which is a bit overpriced at <laughs> off his average. But... um. Yeah, mate, far out. At least I ended the year strongly. It was looking pretty uh, dangerous there. All right, before we get into it, be following us on the social medias, Talking League Pod on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. You can find all our info at TalkingLeaguePod.com. Now, the Knights, they finished a very respectable fifth on the ladder in 2023. 2024 games, Kai Pierce-Paul from the Wigan Warriors, Will Price from Huddersfield, Jack Cogger, Jed Cartwright, and Tom Jenkins. Some strong signings there. 2024 losses, Dominic Young, Lachlan Fitzgibbon, Simi Siaki, Lachlan Miller, New Brown, Oren Keeley, Kurt Mann, Dane Afua for Ulo, Heimel Hunt, and Jack John surprising his unsigned, mate. I thought he actually played pretty well last year. Yeah, he was pretty good, but I don't know. I think they were looking at turning over that roster pretty, pretty aggressively. Okay, nice. Well, having looked at their first kind of 10 games here, Paddy, Canberra to open, Cowboys, Melbourne, New Zealand, Dragons, Roosters, Doggies, Finns, Warriors and then Tigers, so you know it's a it's a mixed sort of picture there. It's pretty good. I mean, it's a tough it's a tough opening. I was saying before, like I think that so that's what is that? You've got three in the first four games specifically. You've got three teams of last year's top eight, two of the top four, and then the Cowboys who should be better. And it's away. I think like the only thing that worries me about our opening is just the amount of travel. Like we're flying to. North Queensland, then coming yep. back home to Melbourne for, for the Melbourne game. Then we're flying to New Zealand. And then it's only a four-day turnaround, I'm pretty sure, to the Dragons game. So it's a lot of... Like, it's it's a, an absurd amount of travel with tight turnarounds towards that end until it evens out. So, like, after the Dragons game, into the Roosters game, everything actually... Like, our timings and turnaround is really quite good. And it actually gets easier because you've got Dogs, Finns, Warriors at home, Tigers, Titans. So Does this make a big... Do you put this in your... Uh, calculations when you pick a player? Uh, it depends on the player and the position and the price. His <laughs> like, name's not Kalen. Yeah, if it's not Kalen, I mean, you know, if you're picking a keeper, then no, it doesn't come into calculations for me. Like, if you're picking someone for the for the long term, like Ponga, or if you or, you know, if we... <laughs> it was a great speaking about, it, You look, you, know. you sounded very smart there. You did... You I didn't have to good. put in Ponga. But, like, yeah, like, if you're keeping a long-term... Um, if you're picking a long-term player for round one, like, that opening, any opening or any draw isn't what faces you. But if you're looking at, like, a mid-ranger where it could go either way, like, then it's probably something to, to consider. Um, and then for Cashies, no. If it's a Cashy you know, basement price, then you're just picking them for the value anyway. All right, let's have a look tonight at our studs, duds. We'll have a look at our cashies and any breakout players that we think will be touching the fantasy radar for this year. But let's rip in. How good is this play? Kalen Ponga, 757k, a break-even of 55. Now, Paddy, seems that, you know, when he switched to fullback, we all jumped on. It was a good punt. HIAs haven't gone away, though. When he, no. If he gets whacked, he'll get whacked. But he did average close to 63 in his 12 games out there. Yeah. Seven of the games, of the 12 games, were plus 60. 
Now, how much is momentum a big thing, especially considering that there's a big time gap between what happened last year and this year? Yeah. Like, you're keen from round one, aren't you? Yeah, so, I mean, I wasn't originally. And then I feel like I was doing the prep for this two things. Number one, I mean, I just got to have my boy in there. I mean, I got to, I got to have him. In. I'd rather ride it with him than than not. But when I was when I was taking a look into that point around momentum, like it, yes, it was the switch to fullback. But that trip to Canada, like in in all of his interviews, um, and I listened to the uh, the one that you recommended actually. Oh, with, with Keegan, with, yeah, with Keegan, and like he kind of just speaks that the relief or the confidence he got from that trip yep. really translated. And obviously, I watch a lot of like nights press conferences, and I read a lot of stuff. But like, just his whole body language just changed. Like, I've never seen that from his whole time at the nights. Like that that trip, I don't know. It instilled the confidence that he can go at a hundred, and he's going to be okay, and like things will work out for him. So, also did a lot of work with the mental coach and Nico's yeah. mental coach, Brownie. Yeah, okay, yeah. so shout out to Brownie. Yeah, real good guy, and does some really good programs too, man. Yeah, so I think. You know, yes, momentum, obviously. And that's the whole thing with the whole sh- the whole Knights team, right? Like, they had a very... I wouldn't say... They had a patchy start to the year where they came close to a lot of top teams, but they just didn't clinch it. And it was just on that 10-game run, which obviously doesn't happen all the time, having those kind of winning streaks. Um, but, again, this is... I feel more confident this year than 23. I, like, I think they enter the season knowing that they're a good team. Yeah, like they, they can win games. They didn't know that. Opposition. Round one last year, they had no idea how the Ponga no. experiment was going to go. No. Jaden Braley gets hurt injured. Like, they get Braley back, which is a key leadership yes. part of what they have. And they know that they can go into the semifinals now and match a lot of the top teams. Like, they beat yeah. Melbourne. Yeah. They beat the Sharks. Yeah. They beat a whole heap of these good yeah. teams. Took the Panthers a golden point. Yep. They, yeah, like, lost the Broncos on the bell. Like, I think, yeah, their style of footy works. And I like it too, right? You know, we talked about picking players that you like watching in fantasy. If you don't like Callum Ponga, I don't know yeah. who, who you like. Like, you <laughs> might as well just give up watching NRL because he'd be in the top four players for me in terms of, like, style and just... Oh, when he's on, it's so good. Yeah. Like, I think, um, I mean, <laughs> not to not to upset, like, the Waz fans and, like, people went off that SJ got robbed. But, when you, like, when you look at it, Ponga did it in less games and... He, for that period of that 10, like the nine games that he was a part of in that winning streak. We picked up top points every time. Like, he absolutely just brained it. Like, he was head and shoulders. Like, in a team that won 10 games in a row, he was the best player on the field in every single game. I don't think there's a player that is relied more upon in terms of putting his team on on his back. Yeah. I felt like that alleviated last year because the rest of the team picked up, which also oh, I thought which, which he helped, helped him get the best out of yes. everyone. Everyone kind of, and that's why I was saying like he came back from Canada and like the whole team kind of saw it. He like up like he's the captain, and it's almost like ever since the whole milkshake comment, yeah, like he's not taken seriously. Where I don't know, he kind of just uplifted and he looks serious for the yeah. first time in his career. He like looks like he actually wants to do something. I think whether Jaden Campbell gets picked will determine a lot of people picking this guy. Because yeah. I think if you get Campbell and Puppy should be back, yeah. you kind of got those There's two mid-ranges mm. where then you can kind of spread your cash to somewhere else. Yeah. And the other thing is, if Callum plays like he did at back end of last year, he's getting back in that origin team at fullback. He's a better player than Reese Walsh is. Yeah, I think... 
like when I so when I looked at the numbers, like purely at the numbers, so his average was sixty three. You mentioned that before at fullback last year, but during that and during that ten game winning streak or the nine game winning streak, it was seventy eight. Yeah. So you know, like to. <laughs> I don't think the Knights are going to go through and maybe, like, hopefully, I mean, you know, touch wood that they go through and win nine games in a row. They're blitzing it, their attacks on fire. But if you're looking at it just from a, a numbers perspective, like, he's going to, he's probably going to end the year as the best wing fullback. So you could do worse yeah. things if you wanted to, to lock that position up. I actually um, think that Hunt, I, I, no, I wouldn't be killing Walsh out of the team altogether. I think Walsh would be 14. I think Hunt's going to be out of the team. Hunt, yeah. I was looking you at like his declining minutes, 29, 52, 40. You can say you can't leave him out, but he did it at Cape Paul. Yeah. He did it at Ponga. It's true. Pilly Slater will pick the best team for Queensland. Yeah. I can see I can see Ponga as the 14. Wouldn't you just start him? I don't yeah, but he's come on and like just killed it when he came in the middle in his debut. Like he he's got a better like body to come into the middle. He's a bigger boy than You're than trying Bruce to kill Walsh. your boy. Oh, oh. You want him to I'm just saying, the middle, like, I just think I just can real <laughs> I can see if he if he has a cracker start to the year and Walsh like has a good start to the year, yeah. I can see Ponger as the as the fourteen. That All makes right. sense. Let's project him in our fantasy wise, mate. I do think that he can hit between sixty and sixty two. That's exactly where I got him. Like, I think there's... There's nothing that... No. I'm looking at their draw. I'm looking at... I saw some photos of him the other day. He's looking pretty fit. So he's taking things seriously. I think the yeah. Knights will be a better team than they were at the back end of last year. Yeah. Might take him a couple of weeks to get into that run, but I do think that they're going to bring a lot of confidence. When Brow's back as well, I do think they're a better team. Yeah, I think I think he's going to have a very good year. Very good year. And he's going to, again, like, he's going to keep the goal kicking. His goal kicking actually picked up which was good. He wasn't missing every bloody goal kick. Yeah. Like he actually, like that also picked up. He should be, so, you know, he should have a duel. Yeah. Why? Like, why doesn't he? He, he, he like, got is that six out of games spite? at five, eight or something. Yeah. Adam Dewey so. didn't even play one game at wing fullback and kept it for like <laughs> yeah, two years. Angus know. Crichton didn't play one game at mid and he was a mid for like four years. Yeah. I don't know. I don't he should it, be. Man. If he was dual, if he kept his dual, he'd be in a lot more teams. I think you're right. Like, It'd be very valuable. I've got and like he he's his first buy is round twelve. Like that's so like and this is with any Knights player. Like you've got eleven games up your sleeve, like straight through. Man, I've got it. I do have him in. Like you'll be disgusted. I'm sure you you can actually fit if you can fit. And it happens, Campbell. Papi and Ponga. That's my back three at the moment. That's not a bad back three. That's my back. But you're going to be hoping that you're going to have to have really two. You need bottom. It's the centers. Bottom centers, right? Yeah, it's the centers. Like if you if the centers come through, if those if the center cheapies come through this year, then you can have a bit of fun spreading it because like again in the middle of the edges, there's all value. Like I've got at the moment Haas, Hines, Cleary, and Ponga. Ponga, Campbell, and Papi. Not only is it are they well priced, but that's a fun watch. That's it, so fun. It, it's a very fun watch. You could have, like, there's still going to be games where, like, all of them will crap out and you get, like, 10 each. Yeah, they could turn up. But they could all way. just turn up, which would be so much fun. Em is clear. Em is Cleary Hines. Hell so, yeah. How fun. Now, Tyson Frizzell, 714K, break-even of 52. Probably not one for the for round one. It was great to see his health return last year. Put yes. five points on from 2022 from 47 to 52 last year. I think he's one of those things, again, he'll be floating around origin. Around origin time, you can kind of reassess. Maybe that round 12 buy might be yes. a great time to reassess because I don't, we've got too many mid-range yeah. edges. I completely agree. I think he'll be a, I think he'll be a great pickup for, for round 13 because he'll be a consistent, solid 
Um, he's reliable, right? right? Reliable. Yeah. And he, play, he does play 19 as well, which is really good. I um, I mean, I was pretty surprised that he got left out of the, the Origin squad, but... I mean, if that's the the way they're going to go, then he won't like, and he's not going to not in danger of going back into the Origin team. Then yeah. again, like I think he's a great a great asset. The only thing um, is, I have heard a lot of talk that he's swapping edges. Really, I don't know how that's got. Yeah, like the original plan was because Pierce Paul is a right edge back rower. Okay. And then when he got injured during, uh, well, when they found out about his toe injury, I was like, okay, well that should just mean that he he will just stay on the right edge. Yep. Um, but I've also heard that Lucas is like a naturally right-sided player as well. Okay. So because you've got Lucas and Kaipis Paul, who younger, more inexperienced in the NRL, prefer the right, that Frizz was probably going to go to the left. Yep. So I don't know how that affects him because he gets through a ton of defensive work. So I don't know if... Well, he's, he's played not, left before at the Dragons, so I don't think it'll affect yeah, him that much. Maybe. I don't know. I just feel like when he's been on the left, he also doesn't run... Like he's also he like his line running isn't fantastic. He always does that cut in from the right. It'll be down that left corridor, but yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. It'll be okay. Yeah, I think watch watching the trials as well, and like if he starts on like he's not definitely not one to start with in round one. But unless he's like killing it and he's getting all this awesome ball from Ponga and he's keeping his defensive rate, he could actually potentially go up a level. Yeah, nice. All right, Dane Gagai, seven hundred forty nine k break even of fifty four career year last year, Patty fifty four point sixty average. Bounced back from thirty eight point nine the year before that, and then two thousand twenty one forty five in the in the COVID year, made his defensive output for a century is outstanding. Like I mentioned in the Sharks, him and Talakai, the two least selfish centres. Yeah. Like they put their wingers over for tries. That leads to try assists. That leads to line break assists. And the odd, you know, he got a great tackle. Well, his tackle breaking is just phenomenal as well, mate. So yeah, loves a tackle break. Can I mean, he keep it up, man? Yeah, I think. If you think the Knights are going to improve, then... I mean, to keep a 54, like, average, it's a big ask it's for a centre. It's a huge ask, especially right? an ageing centre. An ageing centre. But this could be his last year. This could, this could be his retirement year. Is like, there he's a chance they put him onto the wing? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think he's too... He was too good in that role. And you mentioned before that, number one, his try assist and, like, his ability, he creates the space because he's got mm. good footwork. He can break a tackle, so he can always open up that outside person. And also, you've got to imagine, like, we, we're either going to have Jenkins or um, Mapapalangi, I think, as the wingers. I don't think it's going to be Tawala. So you've got two pretty yep. inexperienced players in that edge. So, you know, no offense to wingers, but they don't contribute, like, the biggest amount to the defensive line. So you'd rather sacrifice the winger not necessarily being, like, being more inexperienced rather than Gagai for, for a descent. Defensive structure point of view. Yeah, what are we thinking projection-wise? I had him kind of declining a little bit. I had 46 to 48. I just think mid-50s is a little bit too hard to kind of keep up. What do you, you think? I had him at 50. I still think, like, I just think his game his game just suits fantasy again. Like, he loves the, the tackle break. And he's going to, if this is his last year, retirement year, like, I think he'll just go for it. I tell you what's really No origin either. He only strike his strike rate for tries a point one. Nothing. So he only needs a bit of luck, and That's all right. of a sudden his average goes all up. The, all they got to all they got to do, and I think they have to change that because Dom Young. So he's I think he will be the point of more attack in terms of scoring try than yeah. Young because the whole thing was Dom Young's the like the second fastest person in the NRL. So you just had to get, get him the ball. 
the ball and he scored so many of those tries just like outpacing everyone where they'll probably have to be a bit more creative with it. So whether or not it's more around the second rower running into a hole to open up Gagai, like that might end up being like might end up happening. So maybe he does score more tries. And again, I, I think for his last year, I was I was actually considering him before I put Ponga in my team, and it's I know it's risky. On a, I know it's so center, I know it's so expensive for a center, but the centers are really just dog shit. Like they're so bad. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? We'll just I think we just got to wait for that TLT, mate. I, yeah. I think pencil him out, and then if you have to rip your team apart again, do it then. But I think he'll be the best again. Like I couldn't see us if if possible, we might end the year with him. Like I think he'll end up being the best center. Well, realistically, if you could pick two, you'd probably pick, you know, Val Hones and, and this guy. Yeah. You yeah. probably could. Manu's in the mix. Herbie's in Manu. the mix. Yeah. We'll just see how the form goes. Now, next guy, Dylan Lucas, 558k, break even of 40. Loses his jewel, which is always going to be his value here. But he kind of, he's not a stud and he's probably a breakout candidate. He's kind of in yes. that purgatory sort of stage there. Yeah. I guess the biggest issue is I do think he's a starting player. Came into the team very defensive-minded, and then he started picking up his attack. Yeah. Had some really good games to finish. Mate, his New South Wales Cup average is close to 54. He's five starts in the edge. He's 53 average. Yeah. Like, the boy can play. My only issue is Kai Pierce-Paul needs to fit in here somewhere. Yeah. I think first year in for Kai, I think it will be a very much a learning year where he'll play a kick-out-style role just off the bench. Yeah. But he needs to find 20, 25 minutes from someone, and the most likely candidate's going to be Dylan. Yeah, I think... Like he's he's a bit of a trap for me. Like I've I, I he's priced at forty, man. Yeah, he's priced at forty, and I can see like his numbers, you know, paint a really good picture. I can see a world where if Kai doesn't start round one because of the toe injury, he needs to get the fitness. Like there's a there's a world that he could actually rack up ten points of value realistically. I don't know how quickly, but I think he does have that in him. Yeah. Um. But you mentioned it there. Like I don't. Kai Pierce Paul got bought for a reason. They were trying to expedite him last year. They were planning on trying to start him last year over yeah. Fitzgibbon. So they obviously see big things for this kid, and they want him to play. So I can't... And he's still relatively inexperienced, right? Because he only switched onto the edge at, like, round two of New South Wales yeah. Cup. Man, he was a year. winger a few years ago. Winger center, yeah. So he was a winger, moved to, like, put on a bit more size, moved to the centers. That's why he's got good footwork. There was a try last year at the at the death. I can't remember. I think I think it was the Sharks the, game. The Shark game, where he just, like, Blitzed it. He, yeah. he got like shifted out to right center when Gagai moved to fullback, and he just scored a like screamer of a try. He's so, a good player. I'll take a punt on him late in a draft or something like that. That's probably very as late in far a draft. as maybe around 13, yeah. 14 if he's on the board. Yeah, if he was dual though, then we'd be you talking get, about yeah, him absolutely. as a buy. I think so. He'll be like Lemuelu of last yeah. year, pretty much. So yeah, just a draft only for this kid I and don't late. Think so. No, let's move on. No, 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 no. Now, unfortunately, we're going to have to put him in this category. Jaden Braley, 575k break, even a 42. Has been a little bit well-supported in a few teams that I have seen here, Paddy. But I guess coming back from an ACL, like he's had now what, two ACLs. He's also done his Achilles. Three, I think. So it's a, it's a bad stretch ever since he's moved from the Sharks to, Newca- uh, to Newcastle. But the other thing, Phoenix Crossland. Went from a very average hooker yeah. to a very good very hooker. Good <laughs> so they're going to have to find minutes for him between probably 9 and 13, which probably means that Jaden's probably going to be missing maybe 15 minutes. I'd say, 20. yeah, so, I mean, it does pain me because I quite like Jaden Braley. I mean, he's been so unlucky. Is he's he been, a walk-up start? Is there a chance that I think he's a walk-up start. I think starts. his game suits 
the starting role better. He's defensive. So defensive, and he brings like his his service is is better than than um, Crossland's. So Crossland obviously will get better with an off season. Like he didn't even train at Fulka last year in the off season. Well, it took him six games so, to run. Yeah, so you know, like so. he will get better for it. But Crossland's actually a pretty tall bloke. So, anyways, that like yeah. not about Crossland, but like with with Braley, I think he's he brings the forwards onto the ball a lot better. So he's going to be better suited to start the game. So I can see him starting. 25 to 30 minutes. I mean, he's also a club captain. So I can see him starting. He's a leader. He'll he'll get those minutes, but he will definitely share with Phoenix. Like Phoenix will play 14. Phoenix also, because he's a half, has a better attacking game. Like he showed in games last year and was he was such a big reason we went on that yep. big winning streak. Like our attack looked so good after that initial warm-up period. It just fired, and that was because Crossland can spot the gaps. He does know and understand the play a little bit better from a half's perspective. Yep. So when you look at Jane as well, because he doesn't have the best attacking game, the second you reduce his minutes, he can't get the base. So if he's not playing, like I'm projecting him at about 55 to 60 minutes. Well, so that, I kind of, on footy stats, you could go minutes over 50 and then under 70. Yeah, to get all the games in between, and over his career, average thirty eight in fifty nine minutes. Yeah, I mean, I th- that's his, I mean, yeah, that's what I've got him at forty. For well, I think thirty eight to forty is fair because he is a yeah. good defensive player. But I just think it's too, too much risk. The price, when you think about, he's still in the same read, like with Reed and Cheese. I think yeah, their roles are risky. a little bit easier to project than his one. Yeah. So plus, plus, like coming back from a second ACL. Like, that's not easy. Performance-wise, that's not great. Yeah, performance isn't great. Like he has, and he did it relatively early. So I think he's been running for a while. I think he's. Got, and I looked at a. Um, there was a training snap of him. He looks fit. He always but, looks fit. He, he he's one of the best yeah. trainers. He always had been at Cronulla. Yeah, like always he looks had been fit. Looks looks good. But yeah, avoid. I think so. Now, next two guys coming from England. Kai Pierce Paul, 520k break-even of 38. The other one, Will Price, 440k break-even of 29. Now, Will comes with a lot of pedigree with his dad playing for the likes of Bradford and a whole heap of Leon, his name was, in English international. Really good player. One of my favorite players through the 2000s. A lot smaller than his dad, though. Mm. Great footwork, though, here, and great speed. The other guy... He reminds me so much of Kickout. Probably a few red flags that I picked up is just through the stats. Mm. And Super League's obviously not what it was from a few years ago. You know, a lot of our New South Wales Cup players yeah. now play over there and they dominate the stats. And neither of these two guys were in top top 20 for any stats, which when you think about tackle breaks, you think about tries and things like that. I, I just think there's enough red flags for you just to say, just let's have a little look at them in, at an NRL level because... There's no doubt that from what the footage I have seen, both are very talented guys. Yeah, and highlight they're both, reels. Yeah, highlight reel. And that's what Kikau is as well, right? Mm. He's never really been very fantasy relevant. He'll get you a high score here and there, but realistically, if you miss the game and you watch the highlights, he might set up a try and have mm. and score one himself and score like 38. Yeah. I think that's what we're going to see from this guy. I don't think they're going to rush either of them. Mm. I think that they're going to let... Price play a little bit more in reserve grade, find his position. Because realistically, he's a fullback. He's not going to play fullback at, at, no. at the Knights. So he's either going to have to turn into an outside back. Again, the halves are going to be hard for him to get through. We've got Hastings is your first choice. Cog is great. And Gamble. you've also got the Madman, who's, who was fantastic last <laughs> really year. Really good. Yeah. I think, um, so across the both... I mean, I've already said, and I will stick to my word. If Pierce Paul starts the year, I'll start with you. <laughs> I, I will you do won't. it. I will do I it. I promise you. you. I'm a man of my word. I will do it. Jesus. Like, I think, like, let's start with Will Price. If 
I mean, he needs a whole season in New South Wales Cup. I think that's a... Like, just from his size and to your point to find position, because I feel for him a little bit because they bought him to play fullback because Kalen was going to be the 5'8". So he's, like, just, he's just a year too late. Yes, he's a, he's a year too late. Like, that's the... Like, that's a, a part of the issue. Like, they bought him specifically because the plan was to move Kalen. And yep. then Kalen went back to fullback, and now he's rocked up where, for the first year in I don't know how long, we've actually got depths in the hearts. Like, we've got Gamble, who had a great year, and you've got Cogger now off a premiership. I mean, he's still Jack Cogger, but, you know, hold your respect to that. But he, um, like, again, he's a great depth half. Crossland's actually a natural half. So we've got depth in the halves. So Price has come here, and, you know, he's got pedigree, he's got the footwork. It doesn't really look like he's going to play any of his preferred positions. So I think that they're going to gear him up because we've got Gamble, who is off contract. You've got Gagai, who's probably going to retire. So that you've got spots for 2025. So for me, Price is probably going to get very minimal in all time this year. We'll but black book him. Role, role yeah, like black of. book him for the year after because then I think he will come and play NRL but I'm not sure what position. Yeah, I think he's both of them just got too high of a price like to take a punt for round yeah. one. I just think there's too much around them that we know a lot more about that you don't need to be taking a punt on these two. If you're at the end of a draft and you just want a bit of a giggle. Yeah, roll the dice on it. Like, for Pierce Paul, definitely at the end. I had here, like, I did have him on notes that I disagree on the the top 20 stats for the Super League. Like, their, their games, they didn't start enough games. I feel to actually they like, did. accumulate. He's, really, Kaipers Paul played twenty three games last year. Yeah, but what on the bench no. in different positions? Fifteen yeah. in second row, seven on a bench, one at centre. Yeah, there you go. There's heaps, man. And then you got to realize that's a lot. So he mate, had eight. He had eight games not in his preferred position. I'm going to rock you here. The top twenty tackle breaks had Naguama, Kenny Dowd, yeah. Nene McDonald, Out, outside backs, Tim Lafai. What's our tw- What's our top twenty for the mate, NRL? The t- top tries. Abbas Mitski scored twenty seven. Well, Piss Paul's not going to score tries as a second rower. Mate, he's, he's meant a winger. To. He's as meant a to winger, be this bloody kick-out slash Britain Nick Nickera. I, I think if if he becomes an 80-minute edge, he'll become relevant. That's what I think. We're okay. just going to see what his work rate is. Yeah. Translate like, we'll see what the work rate. But I feel that they've been looking to – like they've been really high on this kid. Do you want me to kill you? Just life here. John Asiata was the most carries in the league. Um, but you can't expect this kid. He only started 15 games. In saying that, I know a lot of people are high on Aiden Caesar. You know what Aiden Caesar's stats translates back to in NRL Fantasy? Probably not. An 33. average of 22. 22. <laughs> he didn't even goal kick last year. Yeah, it's not good. And was not a dominant kicker in that team either. So yeah. that's very I mean, he's an avoid. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe you don't take the Super League stats by storm because a few people think that Caesar's going nuts this year. So. Oh, he's definitely not. I mean, I don't know who's thinking that. But either way, both the UK lads are All right, let's move on. Let's go to Christian Mapapalangi quickly. 250k break-even of 18. Now, he made his debut in 2022 games for a 40 average. I think he's well in the mix. I think Jenkins has got his nose ahead here, Paddy. But if he does end up in the probably similar to the Eero because he breaks tackles, can find the try line. I think 250k. The only thing is that we probably do want him at centre, but he's probably never going to get that centre tag because he won't appear there. Yeah, I think, I think he's going to start. Right I think wing. I think he's going to start on the right wing, and yeah, Jenkins like Tawala say is the safe option. I think in the in that mix and Jenkins like Jenkins is almost name value because he's come from a Penrith system, but like Mapapalangi has been like the next 
guy as well for the Knights. Like that's they put why a lot they, of effort into they him. put a lot of effort. He had to spend the whole year. Like put, like honestly, he had, had to, a whole he, shoulder injury, the whole shoulder year. thing, and it retriggered. So he spent the whole year out for his shoulder. And that year before, they were grooming. He was potentially going to take Gagai's spot in the team. Like that's how much they thought of him. So they were going to have yep. him in the centers and push Gagai. So Mate, look, I, I really think that he is a big chance of taking that right wing spot. And whenever O'Brien has spoken about the competition, he's the first name. Yeah. So I don't know if that's like just a subconscious thing. Obviously, he's Probably not saying... Probably because you love him a lot. Yeah, but, you know. Mate, and, he's though, a, and he's a nice old, old boy. Uh, sorry, uh, Holy Cross old boy. Even so, with uh, Ponga's left channel preference, Dom Young still scored one try a game. So yeah. there's huge opportunities down that right edge. So I do think if he does end up on that wing, dude, lock him in. Tom Jenkins, I do think, has a little bit of value. Probably not enough to take him from round one here, Paddy, yeah. with a break-even of 31. Yeah. It's going to be very hard for him to replicate what Dom Young did to hit a 40 average. But yeah. Still, maybe at the back end of draft again, someone that you might want to pick up. Yeah. The last one I think that we'll cover for today, Adam Elliott, 576k break even of 42. You've got him down as a, a break back, break out. Bounce camp. back. Bounce where's back. The, where's the song, man? We this can't. Is what I've been it's copyright. Out it's copyright. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Now, you want to see him bounce Where's Andy singing when back. <laughs> now, we all got some great value from him at the Raiders, where at lock, he was smashing it for us. Yep. Had close to a 50 average there. You know, he had a work rate. He could offload. Looked like a bit of a mini gallon. Was kind of playing around the same minutes, though. So, yep. he nothing's really changed in terms of his minutes at the Knights, really. So, what gets him to bounce back? Yeah. So, I think that he's in for a really good year this year. Why? Because he's got married. Oh, the marriage factor, I don't know. Maybe he's got, well, he's got to live up to his spouse, mate. Actually, she left. She went to the Roosters. Yeah, exactly. Nice she went back to boys. back. Yeah, she dogged it. She dogged the girls. Um yeah, so last year, he finished his career at the Raiders. He didn't fight, play in the finals because he did his, um, I don't know, he fractured his pubic bone or whatever he did. So He, he must have met Millie. He's, <laughs> it's a good shout, actually. I didn't pull that together. So he didn't have an off-season. He started so undercooked in round one. He was so undercooked. No, that's right. injured again. So he didn't play again for like another 10 weeks or something. He was, he was just so underdone. So you've already got a guy who didn't have a preseason, started, got re-injured, took more time out. He actually only really started to find form as we started to get into that winning run. Like, he was, I think, a massive part of that. Like, he's mongrel in the middle. And what I did was, so I think the middle rotation, he's going to get more minutes. So Crossland, I think, will be the 14. He'll take hooker minutes, where last year we ran with Man, who took middle minutes. I don't think that's going to happen. So I can see Crossland taking middle minutes. Mm. Sorry, taking hooker minutes instead. So, and when I think about that rotation, you're going to have Crossland, Kaipi's poor more than likely, and then you're going to have one of the Daniel, Yeah, like Daniel Saifidi, and then probably Hetherington. Yep. The two middles replace the two front rowers. Kaipi's poor probably spends maybe a little bit of time in the middle, but predominantly will. Shift out to an edge. edge. And I can see Frizzell maybe shifting to the middle. And then that leaves Crossland with nine. So, Elliot, and what I've got here, so this 30 is... 30 seconds. Here we go, 30 seconds. All right, where is it? Where's my numbers? All right, so from round 16, he had a 53 average. So by the time he got his, his match fitness up and his minutes and everything was consistent, he had a 53 average. From how many minutes? From 60 minutes. Oh, so you're predicting his minutes to go up to 60, his output then to I go... Don't have, I don't have the minutes. But what do you think is his upper side? What's his upside? His upside, I mean, I think he can average 52. I've got him projected at... So, 10 uh, points of value. Yes. I've got him projected at 52. Wow. 
Are you, is he in your team? Not right now. I need to see. I need to see. I need to wait. What are you waiting for? So, so you're not going to start with him, but when's he? Were you three dating him? Yeah, I've got him as a three date rule. Okay. But I think he's got a. He could be a smoky gun. Is what I've got. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, Patty's just come out swinging, left you with something, mate, some food to consider. Thought. Look at the mate. It's in the numbers. It's there. If you disagree with him, please leave the comments. <laughs> There's definitely going to be some videos floating around Facebook and. TikTok and all those. So findings at Talking League Pod to get involved in that. Would love to hear your thoughts. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in for another team preview. We'll have another one in a couple of days' time. Just have a look at the Spotify, the Apple, or just head to talkingleaguepod.com to stay in touch. All right, guys, we'll check you on the next pod soon. Catch up.